My name is Zola. I am the only child of my parent. My father is no longer with my mom. I discovered that, they were divorced just recently when I turned 19 years. My mom never told me about this. He has been away, ever since I was six years old. My mom works as a petty trader, and even though life has not been easy with us, she still tries her best to cater for me and my school. Me and my mom worship at Central Baptist Church. My mom is very prayerful, despite her hard work. Even though she is always busy selling on the market, she tries her best to always take me to church on the weekends. Through the help of my mom, I have known Jesus ever since I was a child. We were taught so many things about him during Sunday school. And this made me really love him more. My mom also tells me so many good things about him. She said it was through the help of Jesus that she was able to raise capital to start her business. She told me when I was four to five years old, I used to experience a strange disease called epilepsy. But through prayers and the intervention of Jesus, I was healed. When I heard all these, my love for him grew so much each and every day. And I kept praying that Jesus should take me as a friend. I have had a couple of dreams about Jesus in the past. In one of my dreams, he came to my school to pick me up. And we went to a very big tree, and he sat under the tree with me. He sang beautiful songs to me, and I asked him if he is my father, and he said yes. And I asked again, if he is my father, why don't he come home every day, as my mom does? And he said, he has always been home with me. Then I woke up. There are more sweet dreams I have had in the past about Jesus. But please today, I want to tell you about what happened to me, a few months ago. Few days to my 19th birthday, which was in April this year. Something unexpected happened to me. It was a holiday, the 27th of April. I took permission from my mum that I had wanted to go out with my friends that day. She agreed. So, me and my three friends, Zuri, Thabaisa, and McKenna, went to the poolside. My mum didn't know we were going to the poolside, she wouldn't have allowed me. When we got there, I didn't have a swimming costume, so my friend gave me one. All my life, that day was the very first day, I tried entering a pool to swim. Myself and Zuri never knew how to swim, but two of my other friends did. I had ignored all warnings from my mom not to go near a pool in her absence. I promised myself to only play and swim in the shallow part of the pool. A few moments afterward, as we were enjoying the touch of the sun in the bath, I slipped and hit my head against the edge of the pool. I lost my balance completely, and before I knew it, I was struggling to remain afloat but I couldn't, as I was already completely underneath the water. It was 15 feet down. In that final moment, I knew I was dying, yet, I couldn't help it. My two friends, 
who knew how to swim, were able to only swim to a threshold of nine feet. So they couldn't come to my rescue. I died under the water. I drifted into oblivion. Then I started to notice something. I stood alone high in the cloud, when I saw someone in a white robe, approached me. He was gentle and he radiated with a stunning light. He looked same as the man that comes in my dream. He came closer to me and said, he was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And he told me that, I was already in the afterlife. At first, I thought I was just having the usual dream I have always. But when he told me I was in the afterlife, I became really scared, and asked myself if I had died. I really panicked, when he told me this. But he told me not to worry, that after talking to him, I could follow him to wherever he was going. I didn't know whether to feel comfortable, or worried by his words. Deep inside me I wasn't comfortable. But I just gave a second thought that, maybe, I had just passed away, that is why I was feeling that nervous. One thing that looked awkward this time was that, he didn't give me, that friendly reception he used to give me in my dreams, when I see him. I asked him if he was my father. Was he the one who takes me under the big tree? But he never responded to me on this. He overlooked my question, and he asked me, what I felt about the world, while I was alive. I answered him that, there is no love in the world, and humans are too far from God because, my real dad had left me and my mother, when I was only six years old. And he never cared about us. No one has ever cared and loved me, except only my mom. But he objected, and said that, he loved me more than my mom has ever loved me. He said there is true love in the world, but we as humans, do not see it. He is the one that provides love to the world. He said, true love comes from God. And that was why, God sent him to come die for our sins. A sin he never committed. And the only reason why, we do not see the love of God is that, many Christians, have exaggerated too many Christians' beliefs, and this has put in great fear in humans. And that is what is drawing humans away from God. He kept telling me that, many Christian denominations, have embellished the teachings, and doctrines he laid down for us. And that is also the main reason why, we cannot feel the love of God anymore, in the world. He said, human beings have only been led to believe that, there is hell. And that one day, there would be a rapture. He then went ahead to tell me that, all, were lies. He said there is nothing like rapture, or hell. He told me that, they were fictitious narratives, told to mankind so that they would be a slave to the power of their own free will. He said, hell was an abuse of mind to children, by their parent, and church leaders, in order to let the children, do the right thing, or submit to their decisions. I was getting convinced here. He told me, it has been centuries of years, when it was said that, he, Jesus, would be returning to earth for the good souls. 
but it never happened, and it will never happen. Humans will only meet God in heaven, after death. I could not understand why, Jesus would say something like that. Because we were taught so many times at Sunday school, and even at our youth service in church that, there is hell and heaven. Hell is for those who would be disobedient to God, and heaven is for those who will be humble and righteous to God. Everything he was telling me was totally the opposite of the teachings that I had always learned during church services. I became very confused. I asked him that, what about the Christian teachings? He was quick to dismiss my question. He just kept on telling me about how no one had seen hell before and that it doesn't exist. He told me that rapture was merely an invented lie, used to scare mankind into believing that they would be left behind and later punished in hell if they failed to make it to heaven. He told me that Heaven is the home of everybody when they die. And it doesn't matter if they were good or bad people. He said salvation is free. And salvation was only one. Once a soul on earth receives salvation, he has been saved forever. And nothing can change that or reverse back the decision of God on that. He told me that, God had created everyone to freely leave life in abundance while on earth. He said there was no way that God would create a place of torment, such as hell, to condemn certain people. He said God loves everyone and there is no way he would discriminate. He went further to tell me that humans also invented the concept of tithe. He said God doesn't spend money and that Humans only invented the act to swindle each other. He said that the said priests and pastors are the ones who use the money to take care of their earthly needs. And it was never used for God in any way. He asked me whether I had ever seen God using money to buy food or clothes. I shook my head in the negative, telling him that I had never even seen God. He told me that Humans need to stop giving tithe or offering. Such acts offend God greatly. He said moreover, it was only encouraged in the Old Testament. He asked me why Christians like to pray every day. He said praying every day is too redundant and we are only disturbing God. He said praying once in a while was sufficient. He said, we should rather focus on working hard to live a good and a comfortable life. I asked him that I was only taught that good and comfortable life comes from God and that if we pray to him, he will answer us and give us all that. And he answered back and said, God only helps those who helps themselves. Once we are able to work harder without wasting much time to pray, he will bless us. He said, we are only killing ourselves slowly when we don't eat. He said fasting makes us lose our strength and makes us very lazy to do other things. Just as he was talking, I saw a big throne descending upon us very fast. In a matter of seconds, we were surrounded by a bright light from the throne. The light 
that came from this throne was brighter than the light that came from the Jesus I was standing with at the point in time. His light was deemed by the light of the throne. I saw a writing on the throne, which stated, the throne of mercy. Instantly, I heard a very deep and loud voice from the throne, which said, You blasphemer, flee away from my child. Then I saw a group of angels who flew down to where I was standing, and they came to apprehend the devil I was standing with, who had earlier claimed to be Jesus. They took him away, and I never saw him again. The deep and loud voice spoke calm this time, and said, Zola, raise your head up towards the throne, and tell me what you see. That was what the voice said. So I did, and I saw the very same man, who I had previously seen in my dreams. This time, he was real. I felt the wonderful reception from him, even though, he was far seated from me, I still felt his amazing, and lovely company. I said quietly to myself, this is the true Son of God. I saw all the angels, that had descended with the throne, kept on worshipping him. One of the angels, who had come with the throne, beckoned upon me, to approach the throne. As I moved closer to the throne, my casual clothes, transformed into a flowery white robe, and I also radiated the light. The angels who rebuked the evil spirit, and casted him far away till he was no longer seen, came back, and reported to the Lord, about their accomplishment. It was then that, Jesus told me, he was Christ, the King, the Son of the Most High God. I was astonished by his appearance. I was in complete awe of the magnificent scene before me. He grabbed me like a baby, and I sat down on him. And he began to tell me that, the devil, is the maker of all lies, and everything he had been telling me, was a complete lie. Hell is real, just as heaven is real. Suddenly, he touched my two ears, while I was sitting on his lap. And I heard loud scream, and the noise of people, crying deeply. I heard so many voices, and they were all in pain. At some point, he noticed I was not able to take it anymore, so he touched my ears again, and the voices, ceased. He told me, those noise and wailings, were coming from hell. He cautioned me, to be careful how I live my life on earth. Because, he will soon return. It is just a matter of time. I was bold to ask him, when he will return. And he said, the time of God, is different from the time of man. He said, a one thousand years, is like a day to God, and a day to God, is like a one thousand years. I didn't really understand, but I kept quiet. He told me, he loved every single soul on earth. And his plans, is to make a wonderful family with us in heaven, in the time to come. But the devil is opposing that. He said, his coming, has been delayed because, he kept pleading with God, to extend it, so we humans, could repent from our evil ways, and the worship of other gods. He said, God, 
was completely fed up with our sins, but yet, he kept pleading always, on our behalf. The immorality and greediness of men is becoming too much. He said, salvation is free to everyone because he had already paid the price for us. Salvation is not for a group of people. He said, salvation is not a racist. Salvation is not for the rich or poor. Salvation is for every human being on earth. And it doesn't matter where you are living on earth. But, he said that, the fact that, man is saved, doesn't mean he must continue to sin. Salvation, do not give assurance to heaven, if you become a born again, and continue to live in sin. We must completely leave a life, like he did, while on earth. And we must pray all the time, so we do not fall in the trap of the devil. He told me, I was trapped by the devil to lure me because, I refused to listen to my mom, when she said I should not go to the poolside. My heart jumped, when he noticed what I had done, and the lies I told my mom, about going out with my friends. He told me, how he loved every one of us on earth, and how he is always happy to listen to our prayers, and give answers. But many of our prayers, are not answered because, we do not ask with a clean heart. And we continue to live in sin, and yet, we want God to bless us. That is impossible. He told me tithe paying, is very important. It is the responsibility of every believer, to pay their tithe. And we must not look at what the monies are used for. When we do that, we might refrain from contributing to the church. He said, he is aware of all the greedy church leaders. That is why his judgment would start from the church. Once we pay our tithe, we should rather look up to God to bless us, not to demand accountability from the church. God himself will deal with those greedy leaders in his own time. He told me that the devil knows more than we do because he once lived in heaven and nothing in this world is hidden from him. And moreover, it is the devil's nature to always lie and deceive the children of God. As he spoke, I could feel the fatherly love from the way he placed his hand on my shoulder. As mighty as he was, his hand was not heavy at all, but instead, I felt some kind of peace I have never felt before. He then told me that it was not yet time for me to die. He said my mother was really worried and the prayers of my mother had reached him. So I needed to go back into the world. Opening my eyes, I was back to life and I noticed I was in the community hospital with my mom and two of my friends. Thank you. God bless you for watching to the end. Please help us get this message out to the rest of the world by forwarding it to all of your friends and family members. If you haven't already subscribed to my channel, please do so right away so that you can receive other videos on the Bible in the days and weeks ahead. I am grateful to you, and may God continue to bless you till our next meeting.